Good morning. Uh, it's a wonderful morning. I wanted to just, you know, briefly talk about something that I think, you know, I was just kind of thinking about it, you know, and it makes so much sense. I just kind of hope that whatever I say, you know, you can draw from it. You know, um, I was thinking over things that I've been through in my life and people I've met along the way. And um, I come to realize that, you know, when it comes to like the enemy, right, the enemy oftentimes like he tries to draw people into his side of things, you know, like to see his point of view. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with this or, oh, did God say that? Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. But the truth is, there's a lot wrong with the things that the enemy wants you to do. So many people have the opportunity to have the abundance that God is um, trying to give them in, in more than one way, you know, more than material, you know, even mental and spiritually. Um, but the enemy will oftentimes present so many things in the world to you. He'll present you with, you know, cars, houses, land. He'll even present you with a new mentality on how to get these things. Um, he will present you with um, women or men who are also of the world that will keep you boggled up. And sometimes your mind can really get so constrained on the things of this world that you don't realize that you're really stepping away from God who, by the way, was the one who gave you, you know, everything that you needed to succeed in the world. The saddest thing I watch and see is when people take everything that God has given them and they give it away to counterfeits. You know, I've done it. I'm guilty. I've given away pearls. I've given away myself. I've given away, you know, um, a part of myself, you know, to the world before. And it was through people or a person. Um, and nonetheless, a person who was in the world. I mean, cause a lot of people, they can, they can go to church and, and, and be people that are even participants in church activities and, and, and even call themselves ministers, but they are what God in private time, when he speaks to me, tells me, no, they're not mine. They are not mine. They don't choose me. They choose the world over everything that I've given them. And so they don't belong to me. They think they belong to me. They, they, they quote my name. They use my name. They try to use my certain principles to, to appease their, you know, what they need or their needs. But they're not, they're none of mine. Um, that they don't belong to me. And sometimes God will keep certain people away from you that don't belong to him because, um, you do belong to him. So he separates the wheat from the tear. But the enemy will use that as a catalyst to try to draw people out into the world. He uses your talents and everything God gives you. He'll try to use that to lure you out into the world. And he'll bring people who are, you know, reputable or maybe even people who are well known or maybe people who are, you know, um, of a higher status, a caliber to whichever way you're trying to get to. Maybe people who have a lot of money, maybe that's what you aspire to have money, so much money that you're well taken care of. And so he will bring you those kind of people. But the problem is that we oftentimes um, get caught up in that and it can draw us out. You know, it can draw us out if we continue to go in that direction. Um, it, it's the most foolish thing I see when I watch certain things and that I've been observing is people who call themselves Christians and they're doing and trying to do things in the world. And I don't really, I really sit back and I'm like, you know what? I really see how it's so foolish. It looks foolish. It don't even look right. It looks off. And I can only imagine what it looks like to the world when people who call themselves Christians or even once once tasted the milk of Christianity, once tasted the milk of God, um, go out and then try to act, taint that, allow the enemy to taint 
you know, their image in that milk. Because at the end of the day, I don't care how many um, T-shirts you buy that are worldly, how many hats you buy that are worldly, how many concerts you attend that are worldly, how much, much music you listen to that is worldly, or how you continue to partake in worldly things at the end of the day those are of the world know what you're really called to they can see what's in you even if you can't see it within yourself you know even the enemy won't take you seriously but he will use you because if if you're going to open yourself up to be used by him he's definitely going to take that opportunity to uh, use his narcissistic traits to uh, to use you you know Um, (laughs) there are so many people who God has um, you know tried to extend his arm out to and they'll slap his arm back you know people will go to church and they call themselves christians but they talk bad about pastors they mock the 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 five-fold ministry they mock people who are you know true men and women of god they uh they they say all manners of evil against the people of god you know um and so it's really important to to watch the fruit like i said there were times in my life where i thought somebody might have been like a real legitimate person um but i noticed that they had they lacked love they lacked love for themselves they lacked love for everyone else and their selfishness was just a catalyst of a manifestation of their insecurities um, and um, I'm thinking, well, I know that we as people of God can go through things in life, but when a person shows you who they are several times and it's that they're none of his, they don't even have the love of God in them. They're nasty. They're mean. They don't carry themselves right. They, they're, Even their own homes are extremely nasty. Um, their attitude and their houses match. Nasty. That's just like, that's not God. And God ain't in that, you know. Let us not be like so blinded by what we hope for that it overpowers the reality of what things is. You know, sometimes we long for certain relationships or we long for certain friendships with um, individuals. And we're thinking, well, you know, we're trying to accept who they are. But part of accepting who they are is being able to also accept the reality of things, being able to accept that, you know what? Even though this person is professing this and even though this person is going here and participating in that, their lifestyle is not conductive or conducive of it. And what's going to happen and what happened even with me is that you'll find yourself caught up in their lifestyle. You may not go everywhere they go and do what they do, but you will probably find yourself compromising in some kind of way. Um, If you are dealing with somebody who's truly a child of God, there's no compromising. Like you're not going to be compromised you know what I mean? Like, they're going to help you reach your goals in Christ. They're also striving to reach their goals in Christ. And despite, you know, what they go through in their life, they're there for you to encourage you, to pray for you, to take you by the hand. There's nothing one-sided about it. You know what I mean? Those are people of God. You can kind of tell by the nature and, you know, the overall feeling that you get when you are amongst that individual or those groups of people. Okay, they're they're encouraging, but they're also uplifting. They they have God on their lips, and it's not in a bad way. They're not bad mouthing and talking terrible about the people and men and women of God. Um, you know, uh, they're not mocking. Cause see, a, a mocker. See, demonic entities mock a lot. They mock. They put down um, men and women of God. They they criticize the the prophetic voices. They do all of that type of stuff because they really hate everything that has to do with God. They hate you. <laughs> they can come like they, 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 they're the angels of light, but they really hate you. 
And you can always tell because their kindness doesn't last too long. They start off kind and it can last for just a short amount of time. You know, sometimes you wonder why a person can only be around you for so long. You think it's you. You think that you're a certain way that they don't want to be around you. But the truth of the matter is they're putting on a facade in front of you. And they can't keep that facade up for too long. So they got to get back to their quote unquote territory so they can um, continue to be who they really are. Shape shift back into who they really are without showing you that that's not, you know, they don't want you to know that, you know, they got to put on a a face to be in your presence. You know, this is just not the time for all that. People who choose the world over God. Those are none of your people either. <laughs> Those are not a part of your tribe. Those are the people that are not going in your direction. Sometimes you have to be careful. When somebody tells you, hey, we're not going in the same direction, a lot of times they could be definitely right because they could be heading towards hell. And their whole plan and plot is to really keep you caught up in sin because if you're not doing what they're doing, you can't hang out with them, even for the short amount of time that they do give you. Um <laughs> You know, they could get you caught up in sexual sin. They can get you caught up in gambling. They can get you caught up in, you know, um, prostitution. They can get you caught up in anything, you know, drugs, habits that are of the world. Because people who lure you into doing the things opposite that God will have you to do and then turn around and blame you for it. Well, guess what? Those are not God's people. It's really important for us to understand if they've been lured out into the world to do things that's of the world and they and it's their mind is so reprobate that they see nothing wrong with it and you can't even they can't you can't even give them correction and no one can give them correction because at the end of the day they're so reprobate they decided to give their whole mind body and soul over to God I mean over to the enemy then they're none of God's and so you have to accept that and move forward knowing that that's what they're they, they they're on a whole different path they're headed towards a different kind of light it's not the real light but it's the light in their mind and allow god to do what he does you pray for him and keep it moving i think the problem with um some of us is that we, we we stay longer in situations that we just needed to exit out of when we first saw the, the first you know the toe over in the world because um when see I, I believe that the enemy really does target lukewarm christians <laughs> i mean it's so easy for the enemy to target lukewarm christians he's i mean i've heard satanists say hey you know yeah we we lure lukewarm christians we lure them on our side and, and it's easy because they have such an offense with the church an offense with their brother an offense there's no, no unity and when there's no unity they have they they can easily influence the mind will and emotion of so-called children of god that are really living lukewarm lives you know they try to get you in sin they try to put your talents in the world they try to do all this stuff and glorify it and magnify it and make it look good so that you can be lured to do their bidding and you wouldn't even realize that that's what you're doing okay so you gotta be careful you know what i'm saying you know careful to recognize these things and just be mindful you know what i'm saying that we watch even how we live our own lives let's not be lured out into you know participating in the works of darkness and find ourselves you know operating in sin ourselves because of who the company that we keep and the bible says um bad company corrupts good uh, morals or character 
you know, you may be overall a really nice, good, well-intentioned, well-hearted person. But if you're that type of person, it's not good to hang around people who are not well-intended and, and good-hearted because they will have more of an effect on you in your life and cause you to be different and change and shift over to something that you're not. Um, you know, the whole thing is that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. Kill, steal, and destroy by all means necessary. That's what he comes to do. And, um, you know, we who are the true men and women of God, we have a heart and we love people. It's not fake. It's not a shape-shifting situation where one minute we love you, the next minute we don't. One minute we like you, the next minute we don't. One minute we're here, the next minute we're there. Because if, if people in your life have to do hopscotch with you all the time, they're just, you out of, I mean, for real, they're just not your people, my friend. They're not your people. You don't have to really guess. And if anybody around you chooses the world over God and chooses the world worldly people over God's people and they put their priorities more so in the world, wrapping their mind around just doing what the world wants them to do to the point that they forfeit everything that God is trying to do in their life. Those are not God's people. They have been bamboozled, ship, shipwrecked, bullwinked, into believing that what they're doing is right, what they're doing is is good. You know, everything that comes at you as a warning or comes at you as a caution really should be taken seriously. But some people, they don't take their faith seriously. They don't take God seriously. They don't take the people of God seriously. They don't even take themselves seriously, to be quite honest. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, we lift these people up in prayer. Just pray that, you know, God's hand be on them and, uh, you know, that he takes their mind back from the kingdom of darkness. Because at the end of the day, they really truly believe that they're heading heavenward when they're headed straight to a devil's hell. And God is, I mean, God has, some, for some of these people, God has lifted his hands off of them because he's given them ample amount of time to change and turn around. And it's never too late, even if he has given, you know, um, them ample amount of time to change and it's still never too late for them as long as they are standing above ground and breathing they still have the opportunity to turn to God at any moment but they have to come to that realization for themselves there's nothing that we can do to walk around and try to save a person from going out into the world they choose their path they choose which way to go they choose which light they want to follow and even if we can see all the possibilities in them everything in them that's great they have to be able to see it within themselves. But always remember, my ladies and my gents, always remember one thing. When it comes to relationships, friendships, and things like that, anybody who chooses the world over God will choose everything in the world over you as well. And God oftentimes is just trying to protect you from everything that that would imply. See, the world has a way of chewing you up and spitting you out. That is exactly what they will do. And sometimes these people might come back around to you and be like, you know what? You were right. And when that happens, don't put it in your mind to be like, "Uh uh-huh, I told you, Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. No, because see, even that's worldly. Don't do that. Just thank God that they come to that realization. And I thank God that it came to that realization, if anything. And leave it like that. Um, 
you know, let's be let's be aware of, of things that's going on in the spirit and in the world. The enemy is on his job. We got to be on our job too, to be able to decipher and know the difference between those who are gods, and those who are of the enemy, those who are of the enemy chooses the things of the world, because you cannot be a lover of the world and love God. He says. You have to choose this day whom you will serve. Oftentimes, the enemy uses manna or money to draw one out because hardships make you want to reach for those things. But you got to know when to say no. You got to know when to fold. And you also have to know what God requires for you to do. God is not going to give what belongs to him to the enemy. As a matter of fact, I can clearly see that he's snatching back a lot of things from the enemy. The enemy cannot have any of God's people. The enemy cannot partake in the things that God is doing. God is separating the wheat from the tear. And so what you fail to see, God sees. So consult God before you, as you meet people along the way and as you meet, go into groups. Just consult God to show you, you know, is this, is this person of you, God? Is this, is this a person's spirit of your spirit? And a lot of times if you have the spirit of God, you're going to identify with it one way or another. But don't be like me. When God shows you the first time, listen to him. Listen to what he shows you the first time when you're dealing with people. Don't try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Only give people the benefit of the doubt when God gives them the benefit of the doubt. We got to be for God so much that he's like our leader, like our gang leader, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's a commander in chief. So whatever he says, we follow. You know what I'm saying? His words are where it's like the order. It's like the laid out tracks for our steps. You know what I'm saying? How he chooses to do things is how we're going to go with it. That's the end all, be all, boom, period. You know, we got to be able to be conscious of that. So let us um, let us continue to pick up our crosses and follow Christ. Be, uh, be aware of the things that's going on in the world. Let's not fall short of the glory of God if we can help it. <laughs> but if so, let's definitely exercise repentance. And uh, let us not be deceived by the tactics of the enemy. As we know what his whole assignment is. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But God said, Jesus said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. If you're like me, you want that abundant life. So let's watch the company that we keep and be aware at all times of the spirit that's behind the people that we encounter. So that we don't fall privy to the traps of the enemy and fall into any other uh, things that he has set up for us um, to lure us out into the world. So we are not of the world. We might be in it, but we're not of it. And for those of us who are in it, but not of it, we do not participate in the things of the world, nor do we participate in the things that are against God. And we are 100% for God all in, or we're 100% not for God all out. There's no such thing as a gray area in the spirit choose this day who you will serve may god bless you and i hope that you understand if you have any questions you can definitely hit me up on facebook sasha keely god bless you have a good day